Welcome to Geminit, a podcast about knitting, spinning, and dyeing and other crafts in Mid-America. Hi, I'm Sherry. And I'm Tamara. Thank you for listening. Today, we are recording a swatch episode about Comfort by Broco. So how are you doing today, Tamara? I am okay. How about you? I'm good. Good. Thank you. Are you working on anything? I have. Uh, it's not hat weather yet, but it's getting closer. And so I cast on a new hat out of Malabrigo Rios. The one mm-hmm. I'm holding up to show you right now is out of oh, the green yeah. color. I'm having so much fun with this. It's not actually cold outside yet, but I'm pretending it is. This one, the Rios color is lettuce, and I really like it. I love Rios. I, I like knitting hats. And yeah. What about you? Mm-hmm. I am still working on the April cardigan. Wow. <laughs> However, uh, remember I was having problems last time with my interchangeable needles? Uh-huh. Still having problems with them. They are on, my, I'm very not pleased with interchangeable needles right now with this project. So you know how you have to tighten them every once in a while? I mm-hmm. let it go a little bit too long without tightening and it was starting to unscrew. So I like pulled it out so I could tighten it in and use the little key and all of that. And I must have dropped a stitch without noticing when I did that. And I didn't notice it till three rows later. Actually, it would be six rows later because it was three garter stitch ridges. I was able, I had to drop down the stitch on either side of it to be able to pick up three stitches in and garter stitch. It's not terrible, but it's also not fun. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like I had another mulligan on this, but that is what I am working on. Do you have anything else? Are you ready for the yarn review? I'm ready. We talked about acrylics and how what we prefer is acrylic blends. Well, I bought two balls of Broco Comfort, which is a acrylic nylon blend. I bought it from the Shivering Sheep on Abilene, Kansas. The reason why we're reviewing this one is because it's a blend, which we prefer, but it's also 100% synthetic so that the people in your lives that have uh, wool allergies would be able to wear this. Comfort by Barocco comes in sock, DK, worsted, and chunky, but we are reviewing the worsted. Tamara, why don't you go next? Okay. Um, I did a little bit of research about the company of Barocco, well, because I knew we were going to be talking about them. And, you know, everybody knows Barocco Yarn, but I didn't actually know anything about them. Um, it's a family company, and it started in, I guess, Massachusetts, and it, you know, in the early 1800s. So it's been around for a while. It's gone through lots of lives as any large, you know, any endeavor like that that's a family business. Um, it's moved places, it's changed who's in charge, and now it's operating in a mill in Rhode Island. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Right now, they're an American company. It looks like all of their mills are overseas, but right, it's yeah. cool that it's still based in the family. It's still, yeah, I I thought that was all very interesting and fun. Uh, this particular yarn we're reviewing is made in Turkey. I've always, all the yarns I've tried that were made in Turkey, I have been pleased with. The why it is special, what I, I've already touched on this, why I think it's special it's an ultra soft blend of super fine acrylic and super fine nylon. It's very soft. For you, what did you think falls into the special besides the company history? 
that was what really caught my eye. And then the construction of the yarn. I actually, until I put on glasses, I really thought this was a chainette yarn. It kind of has the feel of the look almost without glasses on. So I guess I need my glasses. But it's not at all. It's plied and all of the reviews and all of the listings say that it is. So if you go to the end of it, you definitely can see it's eight tiny little plies put together. Yeah, so uh, I'll have to update that. I thought it was six because I folded it apart and counted it. So they take thin little lace weight two-ply yarns, and then they take eight of those two-ply yarns and twist them among each other. So the end of the yarn can get really frayed, but that frayed is still individual yarns. They're not going anywhere. I had to physically untwist this to get it this bad, but now it looks like a little ponytail. I'm holding it up to the Zoom. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't even looking. I was staring at mine. Yeah. Yeah. So see, <laughs> yeah, I've undone it. it. It's like a little like doll hair ponytail now. Uh-huh. Because of this construction, I believe it is not very prone to pulling. I've got to say everything I've made out of this yarn, I've given away. So I can't for sure say that that is true. And also this construction can make it splitty, but I have, I'm going to talk about that later. Uh, what do you have next? Um, I was going to say the reviews say things like, um, and this is interesting, uh, Frog's Will does not pill. So the people that have used it and they think that it doesn't. So that's good. It doesn't scream acrylic when I knit with it, which I think is true. Mm -hmm. It's cool and soft while knitting it. And um, one of the reviews had all capital letters, never touch an iron to it. So, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last episode we did talk about how uh, acrylic can melt and I think a nylon can too. So yes. The, the never was very pronounced. So it sounded like that was from personal experience. Yeah. What's next for me is I always try to knit them on different needles. And I started with my favorite clover bamboo needles and it was grippy in a way that was slightly unpleasant. I could have kept on going, but I only did about five rows and then I switched over to the metal needles because I thought that would make a difference. So I switched over to the boy circular aluminum knitting needles and that was delightful. By switching from bamboo, which was serviceable but not exciting, over to metal made the knitting experience I much better. I really enjoyed it. Also, when I was working with a very pointy tip, it kept on splitting into the middle of the plies. So when I switched over to a blunt tip, it stopped trying to grab the center of the yarn and it stopped splitting. I've read online people say that it's splitty with blunt tips and they need a, a, a sharp tip to keep it from splitting. But if you're having a lot of splitting problems, whatever tip you're using, try a different tip and it will probably fix it right up. Yeah. I was going to say, I knit mine on wooden needles, kind of the shiny polished wood that I always seem to prefer with a little bit of a sharp taper at the end. Um, and it did, even on this polished wood, it did feel like it sort of grabbed my wooden needle. I did not pull out a metal or a plastic, and I probably should have just to see how that felt. Uh, but it didn't, you know, it didn't slide and glide quite how I had imagined it would. Mm-hmm. Even with the pointy tip, I did not have any splitting issues at all. So, yeah, I think if you if you do have issues, try a different tip and see how it goes. So next up I have is how it behaves in different fabrics. I knit it in stocking net and made a nice, even fabric. Yeah, just nice and even. I liked it. Then I did lace, a little bit of lace yarn overs. 
and the knit two togethers and slip slip knits are very chiseled. The yarn overs themselves, it's very flexible and they sort of like close up and open up with gravity. The, there's not enough of a bounce to the yarn to physically hold, hold it open on its own. And being acrylic, you're not going to be able to block them open. So I would say this would be great for lace on a sweater, but probably not what you would want to do for a lace shawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did look at a lot of other people's projects that what they had made on it, out of it. And first off, there are a huge number of projects, like in the tens of thousands of projects on Ravelry out of this. Mm-hmm. Both knit and crochet, all types of projects. There were, you know, sweaters, blankets, hats, gloves, toys, lots and lots of toys, actually, in the first few pages of hits. So it must be a good pick for that. Dog sweaters, scarves, and lots of baby things like blankets, sweaters, hats, booties, because it would be really good for a baby. It's um, thick enough to be warm, but it's not going to be scratchy. It's easy to wash and dry. It's a good pick for babies, I think. And then there was lots of color work and texture and not very many cables or lace at all that I saw. So in my head, it would not do lace. I'm interested to see what yours looks like for lace. I will. My goal is to start putting photos of my swatch and then you're welcome to do it too when I do the post for the episode on Ravelry. I've been really bad this year about taking photos and posting them. It's been like one thing too many, the straw that breaks the camel's back, but I am going to try to start doing that. So Mm. hopefully you will see a picture of my swatch up on Ravelry. And uh, Tamara, you're not required to, but feel free to post pictures of your swatch too. I did a total. Here's the lace. See, it's lace. But Uh when I let go, okay. (laughs) Um, The yarn over sort of close, yeah, unless see. I'm holding it taut. But on a sweater, that would be fine. I just think on a lace you've got the weight. Yeah, point. you've got the weight mm-hmm. of the sweater pulling it down, I see. Exactly. But I love the way my cable looks. Yeah, I did a cable too, because I thought, why am I not seeing any cables in this? And I'm going to try to hold it up. The lighting in here is not quite great. But I uh-huh. did just a normal six-stitch cable every crossing every six rows, and I think it does great. So I'm not sure why. Maybe just the projects that people pick aren't cable or I don't know. I thought it did a fine job. I think that this does fantastic in cables. So I would recommend it for that. Definitely. How to wash it. It says machine wash, gentle, tumble, dry, low. And when it comes to the cost of it, this is high end, sort of expensive for acrylic yarn at $7.50 for a hundred grams at the time of recording which is still cheap for a wool yarn, which I feel like this would replace for people that can't wear wool. Right, because that's 100 grams in this weight works out to 210 yards. So that's more than enough for maybe two hats, for sure a pair of mittens. And I wouldn't think you would need, depending on the size of sweater, like a baby sweater, probably three balls is all you need, maybe four to be safe. But an adult sweater, I think you wouldn't need to do much more than double that. So it is reasonable. When you say three balls for a baby sweater, you mean three balls for a four-year-old person's sweater. You only need a ball and a little bit more for an infant sweater. Although I'm not sold on putting infants in acrylic, but I definitely believe in putting toddlers through kindergarten in acrylic. So yes, two balls was all I needed to knit uh, each of uh, your boys' sweater. And I used some colors from other people's sweaters to put in this stuff. It goes a really long way. Do you have the gauge in front of you on what it says? Let me pull this out. 
Yeah, it says, it, the ball band says, use it between a U.S. size 8 or U.S. size 9 needle and uh, the stitches per inch between a four, four and a half stitches to five stitches an inch. I tried it on a U.S. size 8 needle to start with because I, I don't use above an 8 if I can avoid it. And my plan was to go lower than that pretty quickly just to see. And I decided almost immediately it didn't want to go any lower than an 8 for me. Um, mm -hmm. and, the, and the stitch gauge, I think, comes out to, it looks like four and a half. Yeah, I have it at 20 stitches to 4 inches right now, um, the tighter side, and it's nice, but I definitely like it on the looser side. I prefer the 18 stitches to 4 inches, and mm -hmm. I am not sure that I didn't go like um, 17 or 16 when I used it. Although, now I do remember at the looser gauge, I kept on catching on my hangnails or my fingernails when I was knitting, so the tighter gauge would help with that, because all those little flies. Yeah, I bet that's right. Okay, that's all I have about this yarn. What about you? Did we anything left? Nope, I'm done. Podcast announcements. Join Geminet Podcast on Ravelry and follow us on Instagram at Geminet Podcast. That's entertainment. I don't have anything. Um, it's been too nice to do TV and movies. So what about you, Tamara? What do you have here? Um, I have two things. One is I've started following this Swiss shepherdess on Instagram, and I uh -huh. highly, highly recommend it. It's a lot of beautiful photographs of the area and the, her thoughts as they travel through the Alps of Switzerland. And the Instagram page, like the little in, introduction says, documenting our life as a Swiss, Swiss shepherding family through my passion for photography. Animals, nature, and family. And that's what it is. Like, she's got some pretty great pictures of the mountains in the background and some of the the animals that they're shepherding through the mountains. So that's a lot of fun. And then I've been doing all the things pumpkin. I've been making uh -huh. cookies and bread and soups and I love it. Okay. Well, thanks for listening and join us next time. Bye-bye.